0: welcome to our weekly Wednesday Shiyur. Nishmas Ches Ches meaning the eighth day of the month. it's the second day of, a, of an era <laughs> if I stopped this year now I'd have a lot of people scratching their heads of what was that in tefillah when we dabben we have different things that are added and subtracted throughout the year During the says it's after Yishtabach. Again, mind you, if you don't daven every day, and you don't use a there every day, <coughs> if you don't daven fully every day, you only say a few things, you're not necessarily going to understand exactly all the things that I'm af- alluding to. But that's, not, that's no flaw on your part, please. <coughs> During again, the says "Made We say "Amelach HaKadosh, Hamishpat." We add four sentences: "Zachen LeChaim, Yichmecha, Chseiv, Seif On a we add "Yalav Yavai." On fast days, by Mincha, we add "Anenu." There are different things that get added and subtracted. Most commonplace. is the first three brachas of Shemai Nesrei. Whether we say, Merid HaTol, or MaShavuroch Merida Geshem. Now, in the world of Ashkenaz, I don't think they say Merda HaTol. Or, one of them they don't say. Um, But part of the year we say, in the summer months we say Merud mm-hmm. Tal, the winter months we say Ma'ashivu mm-hmm. Merida This is based on Pesach and Sukkot, one we bench Tal and one we bench Geshem. We bless the Tal, we bless the Geshem, the dew and the rain. And therefore, during Tkufas Kayitz, during the times of summertime and spring, we're saying Merida tol." And during the winter and fall, we are saying Then we have in the bracha of another bracha in Esrei, right? where either we say the same bracha or the same Talmudal bracha. Same bracha again is recited certain times of the year, from certain months of the year, and the same Talmudal is recited certain times of the year. Generally, this is across the board. All the other things, all the other supplements. Except for Baruch Aleinu and the Saint Talamot. Baruch Aleinu, the same Bracha, the same Bracha. This is different in that it's Israel, and I would in the Holy Land of Israel, and the rest of the world, in Chol, in Chutzlarat. In Eretz on Zion Chesven, which was yesterday, they began saying the same Talamot levracha. There are many different halakas that are involved. If a person was in at at the time, and started saying the same Talamot levracha, and they have to go travel to Khil in the middle, and in Chil they didn't start saying it yet, because we start December 4th or December 5th, what do they have to do? What do they do privately? What do they do if they have them for the umid? If they're a cousin, etc. The so in our so yesterday, they started to say the same of Racha here by us in the as we said before. Till December fourth or fifth, we don't say. Not a simple thing not a simple thing, it's not a simple thing as we see it also in the, sometimes the summertime, in, not in the summertime after Pesach, where Pekhi is said differently we say one painting and they say a different one so it's hard to understand, to feel, to relate to the fact that Klal Yisrael is not united that the Jewish nation is not united in a prayer some of us are saying one thing and some of us are saying something else. In Eretz so the reason they start saying Zayin Marchezun is because it's a prayer for rain. And a, pray for, a prayer for rain they didn't want to say right after Sukkis. Technically, we benched Gesh and we already blessed Gesh the rain. The Sukkis, Shminyat says, why don't we start saying it from then? Tells us the Gemara that after, during Yomtiv, people traveled from all over to Tzitzel to be Eileregel, to come for the Yomtiv to the Beis Hamikdash. Taina says, Shalash and Bashana three times a year, thrice a year, one should come. Pesach, Shavuos and Sukkot. We can look today at our own travel itineraries and understand that not everybody has the financials, not everybody has the capacity, capability to travel three times a year, even if we're flying. How so much more so if you have to travel by foot or by boat, bus, not by bus, by, by uh, donkey or by or whatever they travel they used to have, to go to Yerushalayim. It was a journey. How far was this journey? The furthest this journey could possibly be, from Yerushalayim to the furthest point away in Etsal, the person walking by foot, would arrive there on Zion mar Cheshven. The seventh day of Cheshven. Now, Cheshven is not in Tisha. Cheshven is a separate month. So you have seven days into Cheshven. And the is finished on Chav Gimel, on the 23rd. So you had another seven days there. It's approximately two weeks of travel to be able to arrive to the furthest point of Eretz Yisrael, from from Yerushalayim now HaKadosh Baruch and Klal Yisrael at large is concerned you have a fellow that's out there traveling to that furthest point they obviously did not have umbrellas and if he's taking so long to travel, he's walking he's not even taking a a wagon or a horse So we don't want this poor fellow caught up in the rain. Now the fact is though, the farmers are desperately looking for rain already. They need the rain. They need the fa- their, their crops need the rain. After a brutal summer with hardly any rain and on top of that the heat of the sun the land is scorched. It needs rain. It needs to be saturated, not just rain. But the farmers sit back and they say, "Loy with an aleph, I will not pray for rain as long as it will make this fellow uncomfortable who is walking to the furthest point of Eretz Yisrael." And therefore, they refrain, as do the entire Klal Yisrael, the entire Jewish nation. Even the re- all the residents of so that be, and refrain until Zayin Chesvan for starting to say the same Talamot Levracha and properly praying for rain. Although he's saying Mashu Rochemer Degeshem, which also refers to rain, but the same Talamot Levracha is the actual prayer. And therefore, although the farmers are desperate and they're begging, please, we can't anymore. It's so hard on us and on our crops. This still, this fellow walking, is the concern of not one person, not just a bes, not a Bez, not a sanhedrin, but the entire cloudy yisrael, the entire Jewish nation, is concerned for this one person. Could be only one person doing that journey, but the Tana says we are worried about him. And therefore, we're going to hold back our prayers, deprive ourselves of the rain, and not hurt, not disrupt this person's travel. Mind boggling. Who is like the holy Jewish nation, one nation in the world, the concern for a fellow Jew that they don't even know, they never met, probably never will, but yet, they are depriving themselves, not that he should benefit, he should not get discomforted, and get caught in a rain. Who thinks that way? But this is what Teda dictates, and this is how we are in, given our lifestyle, and this is what Akkadish Baruch Hu wants to see by his children, B'nai Yisrael. So we embark on the new journey, the new Shlav. Our Aachenu B'nai Yisrael started to say the Saint Talamat levracha yesterday and we will not join them for a few weeks probably five, six weeks is there an actual Pirud Chas Is there actual separation between the nation unwinding? Are we falling apart, Khalilah? No the tefillah is a tefillah that has to be now said in Etsesol, and that's now needed for the land of Etsesol. The fact that we are not depri- we are in Chutzla that's depriving ourselves of it, has nothing to do. According to Shachonah, it gives us a dictate when exactly. Sometimes December fourth, sometimes December fifth, when we have to say the same about it. If one by accident said it. <laughs> Said the wrong thing in Khutzlaritz. Then again, you don't really, I mean, you should ask it off. Because <coughs> whenever one makes a mistake, one should ask it off. But, whatever, it, it, it could happen. Is it solidarity as you trying to show solidarity, or you're trying to, or you forgot, or you didn't look in your silly properly, whatever it might be. the concern for a fellow Jew. The thought process. How we think, how we approach, how we look at a fellow Jew. Mind you, if everybody knew that this man traveling was a very big tzaddik, very righteous man, lo- beloved to everyone, and cared by and everyone, and he looked after people and he did everything, all the good deeds that could be done. Needless to say, it'd be our pleasure to have for him. In anticipation of davening for us one day, they don't know who the person is clueless is who this fellow is and he's living in some secluded place where he's obviously not becoming famous anytime soon but for him we are waiting he might have told us a story of a a man that was considered a sinner, everybody knew he only did he did horrific sins always on a constant basis One day, a juicy sin presented itself. This is just up his alley, as we say. And he refrained. He says, no, I'm not going to do it. He's done similar to this. I'm just not going to do it. I'm going to hold myself back. Tell us about the next day Rabbi Akiva was walking with his tamidim and he saw this man. And he saw a halo above the man's head. A light. And he asked, who is this man? And they said, this is the sinner. It's said, sinner, do you see anything above his head? Nobody saw. Rabbi Akiva called and asked him that he be called over. And he was beckoned to Rabbi Akiva. And Rabbi Akiva said, who are you? And what do you do? And what have you done to merit this light over your head? and the man said, I'm a sinner but the other day I had a really major good gishmak of sin about to transgress and I refrained I held myself back this, says Rebbe Akiva merited you this great light and this great light is going to carry over and is going to be even greater in the world to come Man was, so we say, impressed to say the least. And Akiva said, "Pray tell, my friend, come study by me under my tutelage." Abba Akiva lived with this man day and day and night, day and night, day in and out. And this man, the Gemara says, became a Tanna. An entire turnaround. from Rabbi Akiva's positive outlook, from Rabbi Akiva's compliment that made him come to join the faith? Was it Rabbi Akiva's approach? Was it Rabbi Akiva's sanctity? In Lu let us say that it was one of the above. It was Rabbi Akiva that pulled this fellow into the fold took him under his wing groomed him kept him under his tutelage and because of that he became let us say that's the case we still have the question how did he get there not everybody was in in, in Rebbe Kiva's direct tutelage Many people wanted to be. One of them wanted to learn from him. He had 24,000 students. What merited it that this man did and became what he was? And hear again the story and understand and grasp because he refrained from doing a sin a sin presented itself to him, and he said, no, I'm not going to do it. He rose above that. It's not shot. he did a mitzvah, not that he did a good deed, and that's what merited this. He saved someone's life. He didn't sin. He had the opportunity to sin, and he didn't sin. This merited the ultimate reward. the name of the Pasha this week is Pasha's Lech please read the letters correctly and for the uh, genius that has his own vlog I think they call it and um, unfortunately tries to show everybody what an ignoramus could be he is not necessarily one and uh, one of his shtusim is on this parashat. He's not going to go into it, and we're going to start to touch on it. Just that uh, I hope he inspires people to properly learn the parasha, properly and properly understand what, they have, what the Tera is talking First thing the Tera tells us about the first Jew, Avramovino and that opens up in our parsha with a commandment. Note his name was still Avram, not Avraham. At this point in time he still did not have the Hey added to his name. Lech Go to you, go for your benefit. That's how we used to teach it. That's how we used to teach it. Go for your benefit, go for your own good good being. And therefore the parasha is called Lech Lecha. Teda is perpetual, is nitzchis. And its lessons are Forever in every place and every time. So this too, needs to have an everlasting lesson to the Jewish nation, to every Jew. The commandment of Lech Lecha, go for your benefit, teaches us the first thing a person needs to do, and the main thing is, that we are requiring of each and every Jew to be a journeyman, to go, move on, Always be in a situation of travel. Always journeying. Always moving ahead. Always moving up. We look into the rest of the parasha, and we find. Take a break a second. I just got a text from soul to say mushka bas miriam. She's going into a surgery now, she should have a full shlema She have immediate speedy recovery and a successful surgery. We find that close to this commandment lech lecha go out on your way something that's told to Avram Avinu something totally opposite to his actual journey something totally not fitting the bill. And what does the Pasha tell us? There was a hunger, a hunger in the land, and he went down to Egypt. down to Egypt Avram was taken to go out of the holy land of Israel to go down to Egypt because of this hunger this journey down towards Egypt caused a lot of controversial issues starting with starting with and unfortunately the worst of the worst Sorry, may not be taken. And that's just taken, but because Avramavina was concerned that they would kill him for her, therefore he told her, Imrino, please say you're my sister, and this way they won't kill me because they want to have you so they can uh, they can marry you and she was taken by the house of pare. the bottom line is though the end of the story they found out they wished to put a plague on them, and they realized what was happening, they realized it wasn't right but the fact is although he was rewarded and was given riches, and was given everything the fact is, it happened they went down to Mitzrayim and Sarah was captured by Palai, was under his in his, under his roof question becomes how does such a drop shall we call it such a lowering down coming in continuity in, in the continuation of Lech Lecha, the name of the parasha which tells us to go embark on your journey and go from strength to strength example that we can explain perhaps is the way we learn in Talmud and Talmud Bavli and the way we know the difference between Talmud Bavli and Talmud Yerushalmi Talmud Yerushalmi not many questions and judging and back and forth it's not dry but it's straight cut to the, cut straight to the point. with Talmud Bavli there are questions and there are what's called Shakula Viaria pulling pul the backs and forths discussions and back uh, opinions and after much toiling do we finally succeed? in getting the actual halach. Still in all. When there's a makhlik is between two s- people studying. And we don't know if it's, we don't know if we go according to Yishalmi or to Bavli. The halach is according to Bavli. So We are taught. Halacha will be according to After going through the discussion and the back and forth, do we arrive, do we, we arrive to a proper, deep halacha? And we find the pinimius of the inyanim, where we see within the question is already have we already have the answer. So only through all the back and forth and the discussions and the disputing and the answering can we derive the real truth. For as within the entire discussion we already find out we derive the truth. Avram's going down to Egypt. The immediate first glance as we would say mm-hmm. didn't look too good. Because Egypt was down. The mere fact that he had to physically go down, he was going down from the holy land where he was in to the horrific land of epitome of of lowliness, the land of Egypt. the the premium of the whole going down the real true intention was for a journey up thereafter so that the rebound, shall we call it brings him that much higher and that's what happens Vayal Avram in Mitzrayim it says Avram goes up from Mitzrayim And he had many, many flocks, gold, and silver. By Abraham, we know, since we learned this from our father Abraham, first of our forefathers, part of his going down was part of his arri- rising up. This is the lesson for f- all future generations. We are in exile. We are in a Golos. And it seems to be a tremendous, tremendous Yedid that we have no Mikdash, We don't bring sacrifices. We only pray from a Siddur for whatever it's worth because the words that we say we don't understand really anyway. And... Mm-hmm. To only with a minion to, to hop, clap, and to put together and the to schlep. We look like we're in a bad situation, situation here. We look like we're in a lowly place. However, the essence. <laughs> Of this gollus, the essence of this exile, is what we need to take and elevate and make it what it needs to be. Therefore, when we get to the bai where it says "God l'Yeh create the bai hazeh achlin, Yisdim this will be even greater than the, the third one will be even greater than the first. If you keep this card home, Zikman ba'vavase gimel, daf and also in Samaq Vav that tells us how much greater the third Beis HaMikdash will be from the fir- than the first the second was already a downga- downgrade because there are not a lot of things that were not by the second, etc but the first was a Beis Hamidosh. but yet the third Beis Hamidosh will be way, way higher head and, bo- head and shoulders above When we think into the situation of the world We see the dark Depth of how deep And down we are How we need to Constantly battle On a daily basis One can say I've had it I've had it. I've been subjected to aleph, beth, and gimel. I've been through this. I've been through that. I've heard from this. I heard from that. And this one, this happened to me. And that happened to me, and all the horrible, horrible things. Hence, I give up. In essence, I give up. I've had enough of it. It's not working for me. We don't even try to conjure up a plan to come up with an issue, come up with a mission to take us out of the situation that we're in. We ask ourselves: Is there even a plan? Is, there any, is there even a thing that get us out? Is it even a, a possibility, am may have capacity with the light of Tera and Mitzvahs to be able to illuminate the world to such an extent that I'd be able to continue? Tells us the Tera Lech lecho, the journey of Avram Avinu to Mitzrayim is only on the outside does it look like something that he was in a bad situation going down. Only outwardly does it look like an opposite of a The real essence of this, as we see at the end of the picture, the end of the day, who Baruch Hu rules the world. And even though he went down to this other, the terrible thing, he caused him a tremendous aliyah that much greater. And not only for him, but for the entire world. We don't see it. The opposite. We see pure darkness today we don't see how all of a sudden we're going to reach and achieve but this is where it says Yeshua Hashem thank you at the blink of an eye at the blink of an eye we will be find our salvation and therefore we will find the ultimate redemption will achieve the ultimate redemption and we will merit the Ge'ula Amitis Vashtema Ayudei Mashiach that in our day. Now that doesn't necessarily only mean personal and a Jewish nation basis. Where the whole nation goes out. each and every one of us has each and every one of us has our own personal redemption each and every one of us has our own exile and our own freedom that we can apply and that we can do and that we can make happen it's incumbent upon us to see to it that we take our own personal exile we overcome it and we bury it and that we make it go away and that we make it not become a thing of the past not just eradicated but elevated elevated to a way that we understand the mission that we are sent on the mission in which we embark the mission which we are tasked with mission that we have to embark upon is far from a simple one. But as we said before the Yamada the story of Rabbi Akiva it doesn't start by blaring guns blaring horns by making a lot of noise, making a commotion we can start with the simplest action of refraining from doing something that's not right. We're presented with a food that we're not allowed to eat and we refrain from eating it. We're presented with a questionable questionable food and we say, I'd rather not. I don't want to get into... You're doing it for our good friend Justin. You know Justin. Just in case. That's his name. Just in case. We're doing it so that we can take this very test, as does Avram Avinu, and overcome it. We don't need to put the tests in front of ourselves to see, can I I, I overcome or not? But as there are plenty of things in the world that are going to present itself as very, very strong and severe tests, many of those things give us nightmares. Many of those things we think about, we can't think about it, because we're scared to think about it, because what they bring about, the flashbacks, etc., etc., Easier said than done obviously to tell somebody bury it. Lose it. Give it up. (laughs) Give it up. Put it behind you what we will notice and one of the only normal expressions in America is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger only way to apply that is to say that if you didn't let yourself be killed from it if you did not allow yourself to be overcome and you do not let this dictate your life and you say I need to forge ahead I need to take the bull by the horns. I'm of this and this age already, and I need to now move on. Move on. I'm learning and I'm seeing, not in a very great quick pace, not in great magnitudes, not in leaps and bounds. And bound, and bound. I'm very slowly absorbing that there is some goodness in the world. There is some kindness in the world. There is some trust in the world. And therefore, I am looking now to forge ahead. I need to move on. I need to make a life of my own. I need to say I don't want to say that bygones be bygones. I'm not poo-pooing it. I'm not pushing it under the carpet. But I can't let it take me down. I need to say I'm stronger than you. I'm rising above you. I'm going down to I've been down to Egypt. You're not getting lower than that. But I was dragged down there. I was dragged down there and it was not a good place. What it did for me, now that I'm out of it, it told me how strong I really am, how strong I really could be, how much I can accomplish. what's Avram's mission? what's he been giving? what's the task at hand? he tell you embark embark on your journey go out there make a life for yourself go out there make the world a better place do something that will make the world a better place do something that will make an impression a positive impression on the world Go for it. This first commandment by Yemen Hashem and Avram God tells Avram, Lecha, go to you, may from your land. From the place of your birth. From the house of your father. Get out. Shed everything that you have. And journey. To where? I'm not telling you to go to Florida. I'm not telling you to go to New Zealand. I'm not telling you a particular place that the go to says you're preparing yourself psychologically mentally financially physically and with, with the proper suitcase and everything else what I have to go do there I'll show you with blind faith my friend my friend travel get out and go leave everything and just go until I till I show you where you have to go confusing is that what do you mean just go and I'll know when to stop who, who does that what's the, what's the weather like there what's the food situation there will there be grass for my, my sheep will I be able to make a living there Hey, what do you mean just go and leave my comfort zone But let's look at the actual commandment itself. This is the first commandment told to a Jew. The first Jew. Being told to become a mainstay foundation in Avedis Hashem. And this mission was not only tasked to Avram Avinu, but to all and every Jew thereafter. It's not very comforting or positive command. Wander? Seriously? Go out and wander? From land to land? From home to home? Is that what the generations are being tasked with? How we serve God by just being wanderers from place to place? Vagabonds? Perhaps you could say this is the actual commandment. The special language which is used is actually a basic foundation to service of Hashem. The unity I'm Yisrael in that fact. (coughs) Even though that you live in this mundane world, which bends you inside out, takes you to the nature of the world, and to the ways of the world, and the customs of the world. (coughs) Even though each Jew has an inner nature. And they as every person tend to blend in with their surroundings. They need to always find the ultimate source. To elevate all this and to attach to our Baruch Hu without boundaries. <laughs> I was Shabbos out of town. And we uh, buy by Bar Mitzvah. And needless to say, what else did they do by Bar Mitzvah? Just to speak. And they had speakers after speaker after speaker. And there's one speaker that was talking. And I remind myself of we little boys, little children. There was a cigarette called Salem. And Salem, you used to hear on the radios, you used to hear the jingle, you can take Salem out of the country, but you can't take the country out of Salem. Meant to say this, the freshness, or whatever the cigarette, the so fellow was speaking, and I said, This guy is no American. Speaking in English, pretty good, but there's something here that's not. And I walked over afterwards and I asked him in Spanish, Where are you from? And he proudly answered me in Spanish from Panama. And the conversation continued in Spanish. <laughs> You can see and hear from the way the man is talking. And therefore, we say the surroundings, although it was Torah words that he was talking, and he was talking beautiful, profound Torah thoughts. But there was... Psst. But you could hear that it was in Spanish, not in, Ameri- not in English. It, this... The land affected him. This is therefore given the special strength of Am Yisrael in his commandment of Lech <laughs> go for your benefit. His commandment, the G-d says, and to the entire existence of Am Yisrael that his Tafkid, his mission is to raise above all existence, all physical and higher than all boundaries of nature and restraints of nature and to be constantly bound with God. These three points of the Pasuk are hinted to different types of restrictions that will be placed before them. Arzichel the land, land is the nature, in which a person is born, as inborn nature. Meilad etecho, your birthplace. This is the surrounding um, influences, by which one is influenced by his surrounding area. Beis <clears> Avicha, <throat> the education, which a child absorbs in their home. And takes with them for all their lives. The essence of the person is therefore dictated in these three ways. Tells HaKadosh Baruch Hu to the Jew, Get out of this. Don't allow all your surroundings to affect you. Don't be affected by it. Rise above the nature. Rise above what you're used to. Rise above what the Minimal that you might have been educated with, for what? So that you can re- achieve to reach the land which I will show you. Baruch Hu is not telling us to reach a land, but the land that I am going to show you, Ar Ekka, I will show you. This land that I will show to you, for when a Jew is asked to attach themselves unconditionally to Akkadish Baruch Hu, until Mesidas Nefesh and prepares to every commandment of Akkadish Baruch Hu to undertake it fully. This is the first commandment which is totally wound and intertwined in our lifestyles. To uh, rise up. From all restraints, all restrictions, and all pains and all things that affected us in our in our growing up, even if it's sixty five years old, Avram was almost a hundred at this point. He was in his nineties before Avram before Yitzchak was born. Yitzchak was only born when he was hundred. And you was told. Commanded, and this is the basis basis of our service to Hashem. And when a person behaves this way, they merit to to arrive in the land. The Arutz Hashem Echo that God is showing you. Simple words to the Mashiach and in which Yeshuvu call call Yisrael, everybody will return to the Holy Land. As it says, Kohol will Yeshuvu which is a plastic that we to use during Hakil, the great congregation will return to here. May that be, Bekoroiv Mamish Mamish now, this very Shabbos. The Pasha also goes into the first commandment of the Bismillah wanted to try to go into the ten, com- ten tests of Avraham Binu, which the first is to go out of your land, etc. But unfortunately, time is not, not with us. And, although I'm cutting this here a little short, my apologies. It's everybody. Shabbos, if you're in New York, it's a Shem Monday night, 667 Eastern Parkway. We are having the merit of the wedding of our daughter, and Shabbos to all.